I like this microphone for beatboxing, <laughs> but uh, that's not what I'm doing in this video. It is part two of the California elections. Uh, I'm going to be going over the candidates this time instead of the propositions. And I will just point out and establish where I stand on the issues. I like the idea of a Medicare for all system. Uh, so pretty much just health care provided for everybody. Um, single payer from the government and privately and it will be paid to private insurers so that's what I like I also like the idea of uh, free public college tuition though I do think that educational reform or the system needs some reform but for now I do like the idea of a free public college tuition uh, and on top of that I like the candidates that offer or that are that have the platform of offering a pathway to citizenship for those who are undocumented. So just a couple of uh, issues that I tend to um, hold that side on. Uh, populist left policies is where I lean. So that's how I, those are, that's kind of my uh, barometer of how I'm going to uh, assess these candidates and who I pick uh, to vote for. So, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and talk about some of the issues that these, uh, or some of the issues, or the sides of the issues that some of these uh, politicians um, are running on, what their platforms are, and uh, if they've been in office before, their voting record will be brought up as well. So, let's start with uh, the largest one, which is going to be the race for uh, the Senate seat, and this is between Dianne Feinstein and Kevin DeLeon. Uh, let's start with Dianne Feinstein. She has a very deep political history. She's been in office since the 80s. Uh, so she has a lot uh, to go through. And uh, what I'm about to talk about, it doesn't even scratch the surface on what she stands for, or what she runs on. But let's talk about it. Most recently, there's been a uh, Supreme Court pick in Brett Kavanaugh, and a lot of Democrats were against that. Uh, Diane Feinstein was one of them, so she's anti-Kavanaugh. Uh, this isn't really organized, by the way. I'm just going to be going through a list of what I've picked up on uh, as I've done my research. But aside from being anti-Kavanaugh, uh, Diane Feinstein is also pro-choice. Pro she is for reducing the deficit, uh, even though she says it. I'm not entirely sure that her political uh, voting record or actions or law writing has uh, suggested that. Um, she voted yes to reauthorize the Violence Against Women's Act. Um, she is against flag burning. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think you have every right to do that. Um, it's a form of protest, though I can understand why people would judge against that. But she is against the flag burning. Uh, her voting record has suggested that she's pro-LGBT. Uh, she is for repealing tax subsidies for companies moving their U.S. jobs offshore. So if I understand this correctly, she is somebody that um, she is somebody that is for subsidizing the outsourcing of jobs. Uh, not really in favor of that. She's anti-drilling uh, and she will she is for regulating greenhouse gases. Uh, and she voted yes on removing gas and oil subsidies, so very pro-environmental stances right there. So I agree with her on that. Um, she also wanted to label genetically modified food, uh, and she is for protecting ocean, coastal, and Great Lakes systems. Uh, I am in favor of that as well. Uh, she is pro-trade deals. Uh, she was for the Central American Free Trade Agreement specifically. Um, I believe she was also for NAFTA. 
Um, I'm not sure what her stance was on the TPP. I would like to assume that she was as well. Um, free trade agreements generally not that great. Um, she believes that no voter ID law is required. I agree with that. I think that there's very little voter fraud that would require the need to have voter IDs uh, in place. Uh, she is pro-gun control. Uh, she is pro-Obamacare. Um, one thing I really did not like from her, though, is that she was for the Patriot Act uh, and voted to extend the wiretappings back in 2011. Uh, so I'm not a fan of that. Uh, she doesn't seem as bad as I initially thought. However, the issues that she is uh, not for, uh, I tend to strongly disagree with her on that. Now, Kevin DeLeon, uh, he runs on five major issues uh, that he outlines on his website. Now, whether or not he goes and implements them, of course, that's only to be proven if he gets elected into office, which I don't think he will be uh, elected. But um, the five issues that he runs on is abolishing ICE. Uh, I believe that's um, immigration's cuts. I have to look that up. Um, but he's for abolishing ICE. Uh, that is um, an immigration protection agency, I believe. ICE. Just give me one second. Immigration. Yeah. U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Uh, that has not been a very popular one against the, uh, for those who are uh, liberal, but conservatives love ICE. Though I will say that if ICE were abolished, we still have other forms of immigration or we have other immigration institutions that will protect us um, from illegal immigration. So uh, I believe that the nation will be able to uh, have immigration uh, run smoothly without ICE. So there's that. Um, he was definitely for Obamacare during the time that it was um, enacted, and now he's pushing for Medicare for all. So that is an issue that I strongly agree with him on. Uh, free public colleges, again, I agree with him on that as well. Uh, very much for clean energy, and he also runs on the issue of legal pot. Uh, that will definitely be taking place. Um, I'm not sure what Diane Feinstein's uh, record is on that, but I do like those five issues a lot. And also, as a bonus, um, he is in favor of overturning Citizens United. Uh, Citizens United is basically a court case that allowed for corporations and um, institutions to donate an indefinite amount of money to political campaigns because money was equated to free speech. I am not particularly in favor of that. I think that um, I believe that campaigns should be funded publicly and should be grassroots 100% so that way you're beholden to the people. But that's where I stand on these issues. So it's uh, I believe that Dianne Feinstein's uh, strength here is um, a lot of political experience However, Kevin DeLeon has some very uh, populist left uh, ideologies that he runs on that I find very attractive as well. Uh, so that's kind of the that's kind of the um, the breakdown for what I've found on the uh, race for the Senate. Now, the race for governor, we got John Cox versus Gavin Newsom. Um, there's no way that a Republican is winning this uh, spot. Uh I believe that the polls have showed that Gavin Newsom is up by at least 15 points on average. But let's talk about John Cox's uh, uh, voting record and his stances. So first of all, John Cox is pro-life. He also supports creationism being taught in schools. I uh, don't like that. 
I don't think that creationism is necessarily a fair argument um, or a fair, I guess, educational uh, topic to be discussed in the classroom. It's not very scientific at all. Um, but that's where he stands on that. He is against environmental regulation. Uh, sounds a lot like what we have in the Trump administration. Uh, he is okay with churches being vocal about uh, the candidates they side with, even though that I believe separation of church and state might play a role in having to uh, prevent churches from siding with candidates. Not entirely so, but I think that that should be implied. I don't agree with this either. He is anti-gun control. I don't agree with that. Money out of politics may be the only thing that I agree with on here, and I didn't even research where his campaigns have campaign finances have come from but he just states that he is for money out of politics so i agree with him on that um, not for universal health care in fact not even for obamacare uh he is for the border wall and he has he does not support having a minimum wage at all and that businesses should be allowed to pay workers however they want so I pretty much agree with John Cox on almost none of the issues except money out of politics. Strong conservative. That's what I would uh, describe John Cox as. Uh, Gavin Newsom. Um, here are some of his stances. He is pro-planned uh, pro parenthood. Uh, he is in favor of repealing the death penalty. He encourages energy and resource management. Uh, that's like a cliche, whatever, but... Um, it's nice to know that he says that, I guess. Uh, he supports background checks. Um, I very strongly agree with that as well for gun control. Um, he is in favor of legalizing weed. Uh, he, he is against the border wall um, for separation of church and state. I think that every politician should be in favor of that. Uh, and then a kind of a controversial one, I believe, is tax hikes for better social programs. Um, how he decides to implement that, I don't know. It's a very general blanket statement, but this is where he stands. I believe that the only issue that Gavin Newsom and John Cox seem to agree on is having money out of politics. Um, I definitely side a lot more with Gavin Newsom. He, more of like a libertarian progressive is what uh, we would kind of classify him as. So this is the race for governor, John Cox versus Gavin Newsom. Lieutenant Governor... We have Ed Hernandez versus Eleni, ooh, I can't pronounce her last name. Eleni, I'm going to butcher this one, Kunalakis. Kunalakis. That's pretty cool. Um, let's talk about Ed Hernandez's uh, stances. Um, and I believe he's had more experience in office than Eleni has. Well, we'll talk about this later. Uh, he is for he is in favor of making the UC and Cal State. Uh, he's in favor of the, making the UC and Cal State system more accessible. I am assuming that's just driving down tuition prices. Um, there's not really any specifics on what I've read on his website. It's just what we've got there. Uh, he is for a $15 hour uh, minimum wage, and. Um, that's already going to be taking place uh, in 2020, but he was a proponent for that. Um, he is for improving the state's infrastructure. I do like that idea a lot. Um, just for the record, the U.S. scores a grade of a D plus, I believe, in terms of how the nation's infrastructure is. So there's a lot, a lot of work that needs to be done uh, for our roads and for our highways, uh, transporting different goods back and forth uh, between states, between cities. Uh, so I am heavily in favor of that. Uh, he is for covering pre-existing conditions in like the Affordable Care Act. 
Um, I agree with that as well, though I would like to take it a step further and say Medicare for All is a good idea. Um, he is pro-water, uh, reduce pollution, reduce greenhouse gases. So pretty much he is in favor of a good uh, having good water infrastructure. Um, we talked about this in Prop 4, I, no, Prop 3, uh, which is the uh, $8.9 billion initiative to uh, improve water um, infrastructure across the board in the state. So that's good. Uh, he is for expanding health care to dreamers and a pathway to citizenship. I definitely agree with that as well. And I do think that we can afford to have some form of health care for dreamers, whether that's through a single payer system or if they have to do it through a copay. Either way, I think we can afford to do it. Um, I see nothing wrong with uh, granting uh, health care to dreamers if they have not committed any crime. It's just a more humanitarian stance for me. So uh, Ed Hernandez has a pretty good uh, track record uh, and pretty good stance on the issues. Not as far left as I would like, um, but it's pretty decent. Um, let's talk about Kunalakis's information. I can't even see. I'd like trip when I think about her name. Kuna Lakis's, uh track record. Uh, she is for affordable housing and improving infrastructure, similar to that of Ed Hernandez's, though I believe that she said that she's had a background in uh, housing, in the housing market for about two decades. Um, so I do agree with the affordable housing um, point. She never talks about how she will go about improving it, but the demand for houses here in California far outweigh the uh, supply that is in place and the way that you drive down the cost i believe is to build more houses um so that would be um really good for anybody that's looking for a place to live here in california um she says she is for more affordable college tuition um everybody is i see no i don't understand why this is a this is not really an outstanding point this is just a point that she's made uh she is for universal health care uh, this is one where one issue where she is a step above Ed uh, that I agree with. She is pro-LGBT. She's for women's rights, uh, supports Roe versus Wade. Um, as a woman, I would expect that as well, um, a woman who is on the left. So uh, I agree with her on that. Uh, she defends DACA. She is for a high-speed rail transit system. Um, I believe it's from San Francisco to the Central Valley. Hopefully there's more in place. Um, and then she's also for access to high-speed internet, uh, universal broadband. Um, so for areas that are unserved or underserved, uh, that will benefit from that as well. Um, so I do like the two candidates for the most part. Um, I'm not entirely sure. I believe that just Ed has more of um, a voting record or because he has more time in office, uh, he seems to be a little bit more reliable. But I do like where Kunalakis... Um, uh, she positions herself on universal health care. But, of course, you never know what happens until um, they start getting work done in office. They can say all they want. Um, so this is the race for lieutenant governor. Talking about secretary of state, we have Alex Padilla versus uh, Mark Muser. Um, this one was pretty easy for me. Um, Alex Padilla, uh, I've found a couple of... Uh, voting record um, positions uh, from him. Um, one thing that he is for is for automatic voter registration. Uh, I like that a lot. I like the idea of just having people automatically register and not have to do it themselves. Um, 
and then I believe you should. Uh, I like the idea of if you want to opt out, you can do that as well. But um, having automatic voter registration will reduce the amount of friction uh, that happens when somebody wants to go ahead and vote, but they're not registered to vote. Uh, on top of that, he's for pre-registration for those that are 16 and 17 years old. So by the time that they're 18 uh, or 19, they'll be ready to vote in the next election. Um, so I am very much in favor of that. Um, similar to that of Kunalakis' uh, stance on internet access, he is for expanding broadband internet access to the underserved areas. Um, completely agree with that. Uh, expand school locations. I think this one's going to help a lot with um, schools that are overcrowded. Um, so I like that position as well. Uh, one thing I believe that's very notable about um, Alex's record is that he actually authored um, a Senate bill. And of course, um, uh, of course, politicians have to author bills all the time. That's all you do. You just write laws or you establish budgets. And if you're on the federal level, you create you can declare war. Um, but he offered a Senate bill here in California. It's SB 270. Uh, and that is to ban the single use uh, ban single use plastic bags. Um, and I think it's been a rather effective measure that we've seen uh, in grocery stores. Um, taking about 10 cents per bag for paper bags. So very much uh, agree with him. And I think that he did a good job with that, um, getting that bill passed. That was, a, yeah, that was four years ago. And then he also is in favor of a pathway to citizenship. Um, so pretty good, pretty good record. I like Alex's uh, record so far uh, and his uh, position. Uh, Mark Muser, uh, he seemed to be obsessed with talking about voting on his uh a website about uh, his platform so there's not really much else that I can provide other than the fact that he says he wants to ensure clean voting and remove voter fraud which is an issue that I think is practically non-existent here in California um, and even if it did exist um, it's so small and the fact that this um, state runs Democratic all the time it's just not going to affect anybody that runs as a Republican, uh, it's just hard to see any Republican candidate here winning anytime soon. Um, so there's that. Uh, he is for modernizing uh, the registration process for California businesses and is for updating the initiative process uh, for the 21st century. He just pointed these out on his website. I think he's phoning it in and probably knows that he's not going to win this race. So um, Alex Padilla is probably going to win. And I like his platform significantly more than that of Mark Muser's. All right. Uh, the seat for controller is going to be between Constantinos Roditis. I'm sure I butchered that one as well. Uh, that dude and Betty Yee. Cool. So Constantinos Roditis has not had many. Uh, I swear he has like no record of voting or no record of any position that uh, that I can find that's um, outlined really well. Um, he does state that he is 100% grassroots funded, whether or not you can take that at face value. I could have fact-checked that for sure, but I just put that to the side because I don't even think he's going to win. Um, he's voting yes on Prop, Prop 6. I do not agree with Prop 6. And he wants to defund the high-speed rail. I think the high-speed rail is a good idea. Transportation and infrastructure here in California, especially moving from place to place in a wide state like this, it's probably a good idea. So um, he is canceled on my list, and he's probably not going to win. But Betty Yee, um, 
she outlines a lot of um, nice cliches, a lot of nice general statements about what she's for and what she isn't for, um, but never really talks about how she's going to implement it. But that's okay. So I'll just talk about her platform. She's for more affordable college. She is for good paying jobs, a fairer tax structure, increasing affordable housing, accountability to taxpayers, affordable health care, against offshore drilling, and a pathway to citizenship. Um, she's probably going to win. I mean, that's all that I need to say. Um, I like I like what she says, um, but I don't feel confident in how she will execute it. That's okay. That's a, with a lot of politicians anyway. The seat for treasurer. We are looking at Greg Conlin versus Fiona Ma. Um, the issues that I'm going to be uh, presenting here is just going to be rather different. So I'm not really relating any of the issues against each other. It's not parallel. Um, so whatever I talk about Greg's issues, um, I'm not going to be talking about Fiona's issues on the opposing side. Um, but this is what I picked up from Greg. So Greg here does not support reducing the defense spending. Um, he is not in favor for regulating campaign finance. He believes that corporations and um, uh, he believes that corporations should have uh, the ability to un to fund um, with no limit uh, political campaigns. I am strongly against that. Uh, Greg Conlin also is against uh, federal spending for lowering and he is for lowering taxes and for providing tax incentives for job creation. Um, anytime I hear that you have tax incentives to create jobs, especially with a large company, I just don't think it's going to happen. There's no reason that they have to create more jobs if they already have a workforce that allows them to generate as much profit as they do. Um, I understand if it's for a local business, but if this is across the board, then I'm not entirely in favor of that. Uh, lowering taxes means that we have less money to spend uh, in our fiscal budget. Um, and he is not for federal spending to promote um, economic growth. So um, I don't really agree with him on any of that. Um, he is greatly in favor of increasing the spending for our defense and homeland security. Uh, I am definitely not in favor of that. And he is greatly in favor of decreasing spending for education, the environment, um, our participation in the United Nations, and welfare, which I am greatly uh, in disagreement of as well, in disagreement with whatever. Uh, so, yep, Greg Conlon, uh, not my candidate, but Fiona Ma, um, she seems really interesting. Uh, the way that she outlines her issues or her stances on issues, um, I think was pretty effective. It was a little bit of a headache when I visited her website, but she does prove that she um, has authored several bills, which is, of course, again, as I stated earlier, a lot of politicians have to do that. That is your job. Um, but the way that she promotes that she's written X amount of bills for this issue and seven for that issue and five for that issue um, kind of highlights uh, where she um, how, how important she believes it is to have that experience. Uh, on top of that, she's also been in office since 2002, and I believe she's held maybe three or four different positions before um, uh, this one of being treasurer. So Fiona Ma, uh, I guess most notably, she authored a Senate bill, SB 840, which um, was proposing for a single-payer health care uh, bill. 
Uh, I believe that's just in California. She proposed that. Obviously, it got shot down. We don't have that system yet, but I do like that idea a lot. And if the Cal- and if the state of California can do that, um, and I believe it can pull it off because of how large the economy is here, um, that would be great. So she's in favor of that. Uh, she's a strong supporter of having JROTC programs. I think that that was really interesting. Um, I am not for or against that. I think that's cool to have, um, but I think you know she was uh, very heavily involved in political world of san francisco uh during her career so um that was a part of that uh she is for expanding cal grant awareness um i do like that idea as well and her position on no child left behind is to reauthorize it Um, that's very old i don't think that that's necessarily um going to help or hurt anything but um i'm i'm relatively neutral on that Uh, She also is in favor of memorializing the Armenian Genocide, uh, something that uh, those higher up in power, especially the president, will just not do in a long time. Um, But, of course, if it happened, it happened. I like that idea as well. Uh, Fiona Ma is very much in favor of um, helping the Asian American community. Um, Clearly so. Uh, She is Asian American herself. So Uh, this is where she stands. Um, so that's your race for treasure, Greg Conlon and Fiona Ma. Um, I know that this was mainly about money, and I believe that that was the thing. I actually only chose money issues uh, from Greg's side, but couldn't really break that down on Fiona's side. Um, even though what I mentioned here, are some of them are, uh, some of them may be social or historical, like the Armenian genocide one. Um, I believe that knowing that she's for a single-payer system and she's for JROTC programs and for Cal Grant uh, helps, you know, support her positions uh, in running for treasurer. Uh, let's see. And I believe the last uh, race I'll be talking about is for attorney general. This one was relatively interesting to me. Uh, it is between Stephen Bailey and Javier Becerra. Stephen Bailey had a lot less issues uh, to look through than Javier Becerra did, but let me go through Stephen Bailey's issues. Um, I just don't agree with any of them at all. He is for uh, he is for the death penalty, and I am against it simply because of the fact that we get it wrong four percent of the time. Four percent of the time, we'll kill an innocent person uh, in this process, and it's significant. It's significantly more expensive. Uh, to have a death penalty than a uh, sentence for life. So we disagree there. Uh, Stephen Bailey is also for the three strikes rule. And if you strike out, then you are to serve a mandatory life sentence. Um, and this prison system is already messed up as is. I do think that um, I believe that mandatory reform or not mandatory reform, but just reform in general should be what happens in our prison system. Uh, he is against early release uh, for those um, who have been arrested for uh, a ver- various crimes. Um, not for that either. I think it should be a case-by-case basis. And then uh, he is against gun control. I am definitely for gun control. And finally, we got Javier. We're looking at his stances. Uh, he is pro-choice. Uh, I agree with that. He voted to reauthorize the Violence Against Women's Act. Uh, I like that as well. He voted no on the Patriot Act. Uh, he voted no on protecting the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, 
maybe a controversial opinion, but I think that that's the correct stance to have. He's pro-LGBT. Uh, he would prefer to have the death penalty replaced with life in prison. I completely agree with that. Uh, he's pro-gun control and was rated, uh, given a grade of F by the NRA. So that was also something I agreed with him on. Uh, he voted to expand Medicare. Uh, maybe not universal health care, but he expanded. He voted to expand that. Um, and no fence along the Mexican border. I found that every issue that I looked up for Javier, I tended to agree with. Um, and these are all the issues that I have. I know that I didn't really talk a lot about uh, foreign policy. I'm not really a foreign policy type of guy. Um, but a lot of these are domestic and uh, some of them immigrated, uh, immigration related. Um, so these are the stances of the politicians or the candidates that are running for office. I, I like a lot of what I've read. Um, especially from those that are running Democrat. Um, I just want to make sure, because I, I am going to vote, I'm pretty sure I'm going to vote everybody that's a Democrat here. Um, I, I don't see myself ever voting for somebody that's uh, Republican, not because of the party line, but just because I don't agree with their uh, takes on the issues. Um, I'm I'm trying my best to be issue-oriented, not um, not. Uh, party oriented um, I believe that the one person that I agreed with on some level was John Cox and that was just getting money out of politics but aside from that I couldn't really find much else um, it was fun researching this um, I hope that you guys enjoyed this video if you made it to the end I really appreciate um, your time hopefully that it, you gained something out of it and hopefully you have a better idea of who you might vote for um, and that's going to be it. Happy voting on November 6th. That's what it is. And we'll talk a little bit after this.